0: I'm Ken Boone, and this is my podcast, Much More to Say. This show is sponsored by the Descant Music and Media Group, creators and producers of podcasts, covering a wide range of subjects. Our shows are hosted on Spreaker and available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And, of course, our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more, the number two, say.weebly.com. Now, on with the show. About a year ago, I came up with the idea of starting this new podcast, but I wasn't quite sure... How I was gonna do it what direction I was gonna go in and um, even if I really wanted to do it so I started with three little teaser episodes ranging from about three minutes to about seven minutes and they were focused on the 2020 elections and all of the hoopla and uproar surrounding them and I was just trying to you know calm a lot of nerves but uh, it worked and I'm still doing it a year from now so uh, what I decided to do you know for this special episode was to combine those three episodes into one hopefully coherent one so here goes I published the first Teaser on September 19th, 2020, and I titled it The Divine Ratio. As a voracious consumer of cable news, I find one thing very disturbing. Nope, not the opinions coming from the other side of the ideological spectrum. Hey, they're entitled to their opinions. It's when either the host or the guest of my favorite shows. Just goes on and on and on with their questions and or their responses. It's like they're performing and it drives me nuts. Just the other day, an expert took five minutes to answer a question. All right, doesn't seem like a lot. If we were the only guest on the show, I mean, that's one thing, but um, there were two other hosts and three other guests. In that block oh and did I mention that the block was only eight minutes so he took five minutes just to tell us how smart he was (laughs) you know lately I've been going out to uh, my Facebook newsfeed and funny thing is it seems like I get a much better perspective from my lifelong friends family even my son so that gave me an idea What if I create a podcast that puts a spotlight on these amazing people and their insights? What if I further amplify the uh, voices of the professionals out there? NPR, cable news, you have it. What if I, as the host, use my two ears to take in their wisdom and my one mouth to relay their messages to you, the listeners? I'll do just that on this podcast. This show is for you, so I want to hear from you. You can catch up with me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or you can just visit my website, muchmoretosey.weebly.com. That's much more the number two say.weebly.com. Let me leave you with a quote from the Dalai Lama: When you talk, you're only repeating what you already know but when you listen, you may learn something new. I published my second teaser on October 3rd, 2020, and I titled it, To Those Who Persecute You. And here are some highlights. Matthew five forty four of the New American Standard Bible quotes Jesus as saying, but I say to you, love your enemies, And pray for those who persecute you. Let's be honest. About 60% of the country is in a really tough spot. You see, our tormentor for nearly four years and his wife just got a diagnosis of a very deadly illness. Social media postings amongst the tortured, they run the gamut. There's a general... You know, payback is a you-know-what type of vibe to them. There's others where there are pictures of of nurses uh, injecting the patient with uh, Clorox. Wow. Some are saying simply, hey, maybe now we can stop yelling at each other. In fact, I just got finished reading a post on the page of a family member. And he basically had to uh, defend himself. And people accused him of wishing our president dead. And he didn't do that. I didn't read the original post, but I know the person. He would not do that. The host of one of my shows has actually, until recently, been engaged in a number of different wars of words with uh, supporters out there of our president. So much so that it became almost a full-time job until she said, okay, let's stop, let's turn down the temperature and let's try to get to some sense of normalcy. I agree. Let's use this time wisely. As we pray for the first couple, just like we've been praying for the 7 million others who have this disease, just like we've been mourning the passing of Over 200,000 of our fellow Americans from this disease. We should never forget the mean-spirited horror show of the last four years, but we need to forgive. We don't forgive for their benefit. We forgive for ours. How do we forgive? Through prayer. Just like the one that uh, my wife Celia taught me, and it goes like this. If you have a resentment towards someone... Ask the good Lord to give that person everything good you want for yourself. Even if you don't mean it, pray it anyway. If your resentment is so big that you can't pray that prayer, ask God to fill your heart with forgiveness. Then, in a few days, pray the prayer. Pray it every time you have a resentful thought. You see, forgiveness is the most powerful gift I will ever receive. I published my third and final teaser on October 13, 2020, which was a call to action that I titled, Part of the Solution. Eldridge Cleaver is generally credited with originating this old African proverb. If you're not part of the solution, then you're part of the problem. Let me paraphrase another quote. Those who can, do. Those who can't, cheer on and support those who can. I'm talking about being an active part of the political process. Not every successful politician is a graduate of an Ivy League college with a JD from Harvard Law School thrown in. Many have come from humble beginnings. Former Speaker of the House of Representatives, John Boehner, began his career as the president of his homeowners association. Alma Adams of North Carolina, who happens to be my representative to Congress, was a college administrator as well as an art professor. Even former President Ronald Reagan took a curious path to the White House. We all know he was an actor, but he first got bit by the political bug as president of the Screen Actors Guild. While I may not agree with some of their policies and or their positions, I do admire each of them. What they all had in common was a desire to do more than just stand on the sidelines and criticize the good and bad of our political system. They wanted to be a part of the solution. Dr. Christina Greer, Associate Professor of Political Science and American Studies at Fordham University, Always began a new semester by asking her students, who wants to go into politics? And she would make it her mission to persuade at least some of them to follow that path by the end of the semester. Before you say yes to this proposition, read the warning label, read the fine print. Reading for office isn't easy, there are very high barriers of entry. According to an article in OnlineCandidate.com, you have to, one, find the right people, manager, treasurer, volunteer. Two, develop a message and theme that resonates with the voters. Three, raise campaign funds and secure donations. And four, get enough media exposure. That's why many of them call it a game for the young and or the young at heart, at least when it comes to initially entering the fray. But there's hope and help for those who want to answer the call of public service. For example, the North Carolina Democratic Party's Pipeline Project is a new program to recruit, train, and support candidates running for office. They want to build a strong, deep bench of candidates for elections this year and into the future. You can find out more about this organization by going to their website, www.ncdp.org Pipeline Project. Check your state to see if they have something. I'm sure they do. If they have a program that will help you get into the game. Now for the rest of us who want to just cheer on and support our future candidates, here's some things we can do. My source is the New York Times and an article titled, How to Participate in Politics, and it's co-authored by Ian Prasad Philbrick and David Leonhardt. They say we can, number one, learn how to vote. You know, casting your vote is paramount. Take the necessary steps to ensure your vote will matter. Number two, learn how to lobby lawmakers. You do have a voice. Make sure it's heard. Number three, show up. Organization, focus, and a clear plan are key to making sure you are deploying your political power efficiently. Number four, learn how to talk about politics. Political conversations easily get heated. Learn how to debate while being respectful. And maybe you can even change somebody's mind in the process. Number five. If you can, give money. Smaller donations add up and many times offset the efforts of big money donors. Don't believe me? Just ask Senator Bernie Sanders. And number six. After you do all of the above... And if the bug did bite you, you can always run for office. Just remember to start small because you never know where you'll end up. I'd like to leave you with a quote from Albert Einstein. When the solution is simple, God is answering. And there you have it. Thanks to your constant encouragement, we're a year into this thing with no sign of slowing down. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time with an all-new episode of Much More to Say. Until next time, this is Ken Boone. Thanks for listening. We invite you to visit our website, muchmortosay.weebly.com. That's much more than number two, com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our podcasts are hosted on Spreaker. We can also be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and most podcast directories. Our email address is descantmmg. At gmail.com. So like, comment, share, and join the conversation. This has been a production of the Descant Music and Media Group.